Welcome back to He's Abroad. This is Jason, still in New Jersey, in quarantine. Joined, as always, by John, who's abroad in New Zealand. And only John. What's up, John? Doing all right. Week three, week four, going on to week four of quarantine down here in New Zealand. Hopefully, uh, we get some news that this is going to be slightly different in the upcoming weeks because New Zealand has done a great job of reducing cases of the corona. So we're doing good. Brag. Why don't you just brag about it? I am bragging about it because America right now, I hate to break it to you, living in the States, is a mess. From overseas, it looks awful. (laughs) So good luck. But yeah, stay inside (laughs) because I'm watching this and like, my God, every, it's like, we're going to liberate Michigan. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what that means. He said something, and I know we're going to get ahead of this, but we might as well start right there. Um, (laughs) I wasn't even going to bring this up, but he said something about Second Amendment rights. Like, what does that mean? I didn't see that. Only thing I saw was liberate America, or or, sorry, liberate Michigan. I was like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) That's where I'm from. What are we trying to liberate Michigan from? And then I sort of went down the AP News rabbit hole of uh yeah apparently people in michigan are upset at the governor and by people i mean trump supporters are upset with gretchen whitmer because she's trying to save them and she at this point has said it's better it's better that you're six feet apart rather than six feet underground (laughs) yes which is pretty good it's a pretty good comment it is it is but so yeah i'm just i'm seeing what's happening and i'm very happy to be living in new zealand right now so big ups to new zealand yeah, he said liberate. He, this is what he said. These are all individual tr- quotes, all individual tr- uh, tweets. First one, liberate Minnesota, all caps. Then liberate Michigan, all caps. And then this is where it gets weird, because if that wasn't weird enough, liberate Virginia and save your great Second Amendment. It is under siege explanation. Point. It's crazy. It is insane. You like, have, That's coming from the president. You have the president like, of the United States dude, telling these These are people. your... <laughs> you've said do these things at the guidance of people who allegedly know what they're talking about and are qualified to talk about these things. And now you're jumping in and saying liberate? Like, what What are you talking about? Liber- like from what? What? Who's uh, holding them hostage? nobody and then you got these guys who are getting to these groups and like huddling up to say um you know being like yeah we're not going to listen and we're going to crowd out and huddle like the these video these these images in front of the michigan i guess michigan state building or something yeah, like that, in, that in lansing at. which is where the capital is yeah i mean they're bringing kids Fam. I mean, we, we just found out, I just found out a, a Broadway show actor who looks like a young guy. He's got to have his leg amputated because of uh, COVID nineteen. I don't even know how that works. I don't know how it works either. Again, we are. But I, I just but apparently the US that's, that's what's going on. I just see that this is never going to end. This is going to wave. This is going to yeah. go through rolling waves in the U.S. because it, it's just it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare watching it from afar. This is the first time I've lived somewhere else and been like, yikes, the states is falling apart. <laughs> so stay safe yeah. out there, people. Thanks. Until we have a treatment or a vaccine, we're yeah, this is not going to be any good. He we did have some plans laid out, like they outlined these three stage plans, and hell, it was Trump who presented them, and then he makes these tweets. It's like uh, mixed messaging, much, little bit. I know that's crazy coming from Trump. He always is straight to the point. Um, but the the first point was. It was like these different gates and this and it was how you would lax the um, the stay at home orders and the social distancing. 
and the first and each stage was 15 was like 15 days and if during that the cases continue to go down then you could go on to the next one and then that lasts 15 days and then if those cases continue to go down then you go to the third one and then i guess after 15 days then things are back to quote normal but that's i don't see how that's gonna work with this thing no because you know why because you didn't do this soon enough like you would have had to do this last month and sure, then, because, I mean, that's pretty much what New Zealand has done, right? Like, we shut everything down for a month. There was, at the time, I mean, there's twelve, there's 1,200 confirmed cases, and more than half of those have recovered at this point. And there's been nine deaths, and I think most of those deaths are people over the age of 80. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, she basically, the prime minister, basically, just in our term, basically said, hey, we're, we're not going to do anything. Like, we're like, we're done. Like, if this is on a Monday. She was like, hey, so we're going to go to level, there's four levels, right? She said, we're going to go to level three, which means you got to work from home. Um, some online stores can still deliver you stuff. But by Thursday, we're going to go to level four, which means no online services, unless they're delivering you food, can be opened, which means even those people have to stay home. So everyone's staying home. We're doing this for a month. I don't care if the cases drop to zero tomorrow. We're doing this for a month. We're acting as if everyone has this disease. And we're now about to come up on that month. And now we're most likely going to go to level three, which means, hey, we can open up online stores again, which means so if you want to order, you know, a video game from GameStop here, you can go online and do that now before that stuff was closed. So now you can do that. But that doesn't mean you can still go. You can't go to work. You're still at home. Mm -hmm. You're still doing stuff at home. Most things are still only for essential service. Schools aren't opened. And then we do that for a little while. And then if the cases stay at zero, then we go to level two, which means, guess what? If you still don't really have to be at work, you should stay home. But, you know, sure, we can open up fast food restaurants and you can go to a restaurant. You can do that type of stuff. But, like, it's slowly rolling to the point where by beginning of June, maybe we'll be able to kind of, like, as you said, do things normal. But in the U.S., this is not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. You didn't do it. It might happen in some states, but it's only a matter of time before more cases pop up. In the way that people I mean, travel between is, states, I don't even believe that's yeah. going to happen. Like, New York will get hit with a second wave of this in July, and you'll be doing the same thing again. It all comes down to testing, right? Like, that's what it comes down to. And it was like testing and tracing so that if you find out you have it, well, who are you in contact with? And in New York, that's like almost impossible. It's impossible in New York. Because you basically have to shut down public transportation because once you start crowding, you know, there's a, you could have like a hundred people in a, in a subway car. That's probably, yeah, you could. Yeah. Uh, no, that seems no. too much. No, that's too many people. Again, that's like too New many York people. is really I know, I'm saying, no, no, I'm saying, I'm saying when in a normal situation, I'm trying to think what's the, what's the capacity? Not, I'm not talking six train oh, on a subway hour. car. How many people does a I'm subway talking, car hold? It's gotta be more than a hundred. No, an individual car? Oh, an individual car. 100 people in a Yeah, an individual car. Jesus. Car. Wow. I mean, I'm sure I've been on a I'm sure I've been on a train that's had 100 people in it. Uh Oh, on, on a yeah. whole train. Yeah, easily, but I'm saying No, just in a car, single car, train car. I'm sure I've been I'd say like rush hour 50. traffic. 50 is probably uh the average I think you for can squeeze hour. 70 in there before someone starts cursing somebody out. <laughs> before you start getting nuts to butts. Yeah, before it starts getting real antsy. I mean, I've been on one where I've been like smushed against the glass, like it's happened. Yeah, yeah. We I think we've all been there. Yeah, I think we've all been there, and not just in Japan, but well, Japan they I, put you <laughs> do what it takes. You're not, you're not going to be late for work today. Get in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry, we'll get you there on time. Yeah, don't you worry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you call the pushers in. They're gonna they're gonna get you yeah, real tight. Push you in. You you're, got you're pushed gonna, in. I saw it coming. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna, you you're were gonna, there yeah. saying something to me, and I was like, I'm gonna move against the glass. And the next thing you know, you were like, Whoa! <laughs> you, yeah, you pushed you in. Although I did see that guy. There was that guy across the way who I did see who was like straight up smushed against the glass. Uh, Jack glasses and then he got out at the stop straightened his tie and then he got right back into the into oh the i huddle. remember that yeah yeah because that dude was he looked like the suit like it was like almost like he, he was, was sweaty he was he sweating was sweat- he was smashed against the thing and we we're like oh jesus <laughs> yeah he might that that's a guy who might be in need of a hundred dollar uh, suit replacement when he gets to shinjuku like it might, might not be for the guy who passed out on the subway on the on the subway after the last train runs out it might it might be for that guy as well let's get all smush smush suit guy but i don't know where i was going with that oh yeah john oliver played a uh did this deep dive into uh like essential workers and how they're working and he played a clip of you know some people who are deemed essential or can still work like people at amazon factories and there was a guy talking outside the amazon factory he says yeah he says cleaning supplies he's like that makes sense he's like we should pack those like but if they're he says but dildos he's like you got us packing dildos (laughs) <laughs> this factory he's like that's not an essential item he's like dildos aren't essential <laughs> so he's like if we're not packing essential items we shouldn't be going in there and working yeah and the thing is that amazon man is that there's a lot of people that work for amazon and they're con- every year even around christmas time right you hear all these stories about how awful it is to be a packer at amazon so this is yeah. no different right it's no different because everyone's ordering stuff online like everyone's ordering you know microphones like apparently all the podcast mics are going on amazon like, it's just mm. because people are just ordering microphones, they're ordering cameras, they're ordering all this stuff, and they're ordering sex toys, they're ordering everything. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could be an essential item. I mean, it depends who it you are, be. you know? Yeah. Again, it depends it's a, on... It's a, it could be a mental health item, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, again, it's just, it's real interesting that it's, you know, this is where we are, and uh, it's not going to get better anytime soon. All these people saying, yeah, we're going to have football by August. It's like, no, you won't. Hey, yeah, we're gonna be playing basketball again in June. No, you won't. <laughs> like, you're gonna be, playing, this, this you're gonna be playing NBA 2K21. That's what you're gonna yeah, be exactly. Playing, you you're know? gonna be playing. You're video be watching games. simulations. Yeah, that's that's kind of where things should be going. Yeah, esports. So, they are yeah. playing esports on ESPN. Wow. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm not that, surprised but... by that. Yeah. If there's ever time for esports to blow up. It's now. So. Yep. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, they they're already enormous, but. People might be like, yeah, you know, I can't I can't watch hockey. I can't watch NBA. Baseball is not a thing. So although they were they are talking about a plan to get baseball going again, keeping it in a few states and having no crowd. That makes sense. Baseball seems like the most realistic sport you can have. I still don't think that's enough, though. I still think that you're going to have too many people who then come in contact with family members who then come in contact with other people. It's just too many people. It, this thing doesn't, it's not saying, oh, well, you know, the fans are the one who are getting us sick. Like, that's the problem with it, is that these businesses are trying to say, like, oh, well, if we just don't have fans. It's like, no, your own players come in contact with their wives or partners or kids who then go to school and go to the grocery store. You, you know, the way that this is transmitted, it's not just being like, oh, well, I don't want to get LeBron James sick, but Rudy Gay's okay. Like, that's not how this works. So it's, it's I don't know. I just think it's real naive to think that we'll just lock the players in a room and they can just then play baseball in the same field for the next 182 games. Like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Why not? not? Happen? It's not going to minute And in the minute that someone, does, someone comes down with it, what do you do? Shut the whole thing down? 
Yeah. Again, it's a mess. It's a nightmare, and it's a nightmare because you people lop off the leg and you and you go to you get you get them back out there. Man. So yeah. Uh well, I and I'll tell you what the most annoying thing is, and this is a great segue. News is really redundant. This is why we're repeating the same thing over and over again. And look, as great as it's been to have, you know, to give our, to have Arlen and Greg and Brittany on, we need to give them a break because we don't have much to talk about. So it's just like, so what are you doing? And we get, yeah. Hey, so what have you been doing since the last week? Like, it's, I've still been (laughs) sitting home. Yeah. Still, still home. Still not moving. Yeah. Yeah. Went to, I mean, I'm speaking for myself. I went to Chick fil A and now, the line instead of the line of cars just going around the uh going around the parking lot now they sneak it around the parking lot it's uh yeah so it handles more capacity of cars going through drive-thrus that's the excitement in the in the world outside of my work <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i can't yeah. imagine man i i look i the people who it's awful i mean from the jump it's going to be bad if you if you're unemployed because of this, right? Like it's bad. Absolutely. Absolutely. But man, it weekends are rough in this situation. Like I'm, I'm happy. And, and that gives me a taste and I understand that I'm going to very different. Cause I don't have that headspace of, you know, fiscal insecurity, right? I'm not in that situation. Cause I Absolutely. am still working. You're very, you're, but, you're very privileged. You're very privileged that you've, uh, that you've been able to save money and you've had pretty good jobs. You haven't had a lot of time off, where a lot of people, especially people when I graduated 2007, 2008, got out of school with no job opportunity. So they already started on a foot that wasn't equal to a lot of people in the last few years who've graduated and had plenty of job opportunities. So, yes, me and you are both very fortunate in that regard. Yeah, but I, I, I'm i like struggling to even comprehend the struggle if you are in a position where you're now unemployed and you can't even have an opportunity to get employed again and you're just like – sitting around it's like every day for them is like my saturdays and sundays it's like what what do you do what do you do yeah again i would recommend that you find something that you like you find hobbies you read up on again i don't know it's tough like that's you got to keep your mind occupied you can't sit there and just not you can't sit there and just stare at a screen really like you can it's helpful to get a break and relax and realize what you really want to do but it's tough, man. It's a tough time. And I see you. I, look, I get it why people are banging the drum to open stuff back up because they, you know, people want the jobs back. They want to be able to do stuff. I totally get it. But it's like you have to think about not only your health, but the health of everyone else around you, because otherwise this is going to roll on for 18 months. It's never going to end until someone finds a vaccine. Yeah. And that's like 12 to 18 months from. And, and let's be honest. By the time someone finds a vaccine. There's not there's not there's a chance that there might be something else new. You don't know. We don't know what's going to happen with this virus. What if this thing mutates into something else the same way that the flu does? Right. No flu strand season to season is the same, if I believe correctly. Right. Like it actually mutates. And, and yeah, it always changes like the flu. Always shot, changes. Yeah. Yeah. And the flu shot effectiveness changes from. So if you keep this year, thing alive, who says that it doesn't it doesn't change and then you get reinfected? Yeah. Yeah, and they're saying already that some people may be getting reinfected after because they thought, <laughs> oh, you, you had it, you got the antibodies. Now they're saying, oh, people in South Korea looks like they might be getting it again. It's like, oh, Jesus, <laughs> Dude, it just, what the this fuck? Is, this is the part of it where it's like, yes, I understand that times are hard. I understand people want to get back to work. But do you actually want to be able to get started again or do you want to keep doing this every Yeah, but the thought the is year? if you – but that's the thing. It, the thought is now, all right. 
you have the antibodies. If you get tested, you have antibodies, you can go out there into society and live your life. But if it turns out that that's bullshit and you could get it again, well, <laughs> now what do you do? Now what do you and, do? I think, again, I, I think I we just, just need to move to the world of death stranding. I think that's the that's what happens. We just need to have some people that just delivery people who can move around and everybody else just has to stay at these close, tight knit societies and you can't go anywhere. But you, you know what's real interesting though? I think people and specifically people who travel for business, I think there's I think companies are finally coming around to wait, how much money have we been spending letting Joe fly to uh you know to fly to Milan every month and expense expensive dinners and hotel rooms? Hey, wait, hey, what? Hey, this hey, is how much money? Slow down. Don't ruin the party for Joe. Stop it. <laughs> I'm, I'm right? just saying, someone's got to be looking at the books right now going, Don't worry don't about what Joe's month. doing. It's Joe's bringing in business. Doing video calls with our clients overseas. No, yeah, it's not the same. A lot of money. It's not the same. You can't, you can't split a hooker know. over a video call. It's different. I think that this is, this is now, I think you are entering a new era. I think 2020 is, as you know, the beginning of a decade brings. I really do believe that this is going to change the world as far as that. What about what about the look at office space? Again, I I think all that stuff's going to end. People are going to go, why do we have so much office space? We don't need this. Heck, these clowns can work from home. Yeah. Close down the close down the office that's down the street that we just bought. We're not paying rent for that again. Tell half those HR people we don't actually need to see them. You sit at home, you write out recommendations, you do all this stuff, and we'll have a small skeleton crew that comes in here every once in a while. Maybe we rotate the office space. Maybe it's a commuter office space where you sort of sit down, you bring your laptop, you got a desk, we clean it You know, every so often. You're in Tuesdays, Thursdays, she's in Wednesdays and Fridays. Yeah, it's just the office space is literally conference rooms, and that's it, because that's the only time I think meetings can be are more productive when people are in a room and are forced to pay attention. Are they, though? Because I would disagree. I think I've had more productive meetings that have been more straight to the point unless someone bring up, what about this thing? What about this random thing? Can we go to this random thing? We've had Let me tell you something. The moment, the the amount of times, there is a lot more times on a conference call that you will hear, I'm sorry, can you repeat the question? Because that person is not paying attention. And if you want to try it, here's a fun tip. Ask a question directly at somebody on the call who hasn't been speaking for ten minutes. Try it; it's amazing. I don't know. I, I'm not seeing this problem with my office because I'm actually able here to get work done. Someone says my name and I'm listening. I'm able to respond because oh, instead yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be instead saying, I would be in an office, probably not paying attention in that office because our our meetings are so big and they're often in dark screening rooms. I'm on my phone half the time. <laughs> I'm in a meeting. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to do this? All right, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it afterwards because <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. Just, you give me the details afterwards. And afterwards, it's just, hey, so what were you talking about? What do you want me to do? So it, I guess, just depends on the industry. Some industries are meetings where you sit there and you're paying attention. And mine, I was like, yeah, like I listen to review. It, depen- it depends on a few by- things. Depends yeah. depends on industry. Depends on people. Depends on topic. Like, what are you talking about? You know, because there's I a lot of found that like meetings are much shorter, and we get to the point now. Again, I have more meetings, but there's a lot less fluff. So and hey, so how are you guys doing? How, like, we just hey, get on the call. Hey, so what do we need? All right, we're gonna do a ten minute meeting. Yep, this, 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 this. Cool. Okay, yeah, thanks, guys. Hey, talk to you later. Bye. Done. I'm looking at my calendar next week. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 
13 hours of calls booked and the week hasn't even started. Oh, that's a week. That's cute. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even want to go over my schedule because I think it would take me too long. I pretty much have meetings from 9, 10. I've got three meetings at 10 that are all different types of meetings. 1030. 11, 12, 2, Oh, 30, no, I have, 3, I have all, all of my days. I can't, so, I'm, on call, I'm on calls until noon every day. So I pretty much have meetings from 9 to 5 on a weekly basis. So I pretty much have 40 hours of meetings. Maybe maybe Sorry, so cut 35 if you include you know lunch, but half the time people schedule meetings during lunch and go, hey, that's the only time I could find free. And it's like, yeah, that was free for a reason because <laughs> it's oh, lunch. That too. Uh, so that yeah, too. look, I mean, I just think that it's it's got pros and cons. And look, I feel for the people with kids. I do, because they are yes. struggling right now. People with kids mm-hmm. are struggling. If you have a kid under the age of eight, you are ready. To, you will never complain about traveling to work again, because you can't just put the kid in daycare and work from home. You have to entertain this kid. You and I'm hoping that you're. If you are a single parent, I feel for you even more, because if you are, if you do have a spouse or a partner, and you're trying to trade off with this with this little human who is bored out of their mind that you can't take to the park. That you can't walk around and do so. You can't be playing with other kids. You can't drop them off for a play date. You can't drop them off for a sports practice or a gymnastics practice or any type of um, tutoring or any of the stuff that you sort of send your kids to and go, good, I got an hour to go do something else. You have to entertain this monster <laughs> for basically 16 hours a day. I Yeah, but on the other side, I'll say, um, you know who I feel happy for? Dogs. Oh, animals. Dogs animals are, are loving this. Not all animals. Not all animals. I don't think cats give a shit, but I think I dogs. I think cats, thinks cats are liking the fact that, you know, when oh, you're biased. Time you have comes, a cat. Can, I don't you know. He's, yeah. Yeah, I do. But again, he's also, you know, he's like, you ah, have to walk can, a cat. Think about bug it. you for dinner. It's good. Hey, think, think about I'm it, hungry. If you're, a, if you're a dog, if you're a dog, that's like 10 hours of the day. You have to be forced to not pee. 10 hours. Yeah. A day. Yeah, be forced to hold if it. If you're in. a good dog, now <laughs> that's true. If you're if you're if you're if you're a dog that doesn't give a shit, then yeah, you're like, then nope, you're good. I'm going. This is happening. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So just just that alone, I think uh, I think that's great for dogs. And if if I if I was forced to live from home, I'd probably get a dog. I think that that's what was uh, if I indefinitely was able to work from home. I think that's when I would probably bite the bullet and get a dog. Yeah, I think that's why most people don't get pets or dogs specifically is because you feel like you're neglecting this poor animal for 8 to 10 to 12 hours a day unless you go to work and come straight home. So I'd get my I'd get my Shiba. My allergies would be forever terrible, but I'd have a badass Shiba. <laughs> and and I howl and, during and you know your calls. <laughs> yeah, and you know what that Shiba would also be wearing a bandana cuz I like I like a Shiba with a bandana. I, you know what? Let me revise that. I like any dog with a bandana, except Almost. for a Chihuahua. Except for a Chihuahua. Well, but Chihuahuas are cool though. They, they've got, yeah, that, you know, thing. they can be a little say, yappy, really, but they're but you know, saving but they, a Chihuahua. Yeah. <laughs> and I would never get a dog that ends in oodle, just because it couldn't <laughs> say what kind of dog it is. At the, with I don't the, know. Those, those I, Labrador poodle mixes are pretty adorable though. Yeah, it's not a matter of the look. It's just like saying it. I couldn't have anything that begins with caca or ends with oodle. <laughs> they, they, they're both off the list. I can't. Sure. It's not happening. Uh, all right. Let's talk about some news because I got some news and I and I try. I really try to find some stuff that's not COVID related. Fortunately, one of them, nothing, nothing to do with COVID. The others, 
tangentially related. One more directly, the other is just like a bunch of dummies. So here's what you got. You ready? Yep. Your choices are we got the Queen of England. All right. We got 5G. And we got Cooking Mama. Now I know what you're thinking. Shouldn't that be in the media therapy? And the answer is no. Where do you want to start? Let's go in order. All right. We'll start with the Queen. Bad news. Freedom from Reuters. Queen Elizabeth cancels birthday plans as coronavirus hits Britain. Oh, no. I know. I know. Here we go. Britain's Queen Elizabeth will not celebrate her 94th birthday in any special way and has asked that there be no gun salutes to mark the occasion because it would not be appropriate while the country battles a deadly coronavirus outbreak. <laughs> Do I even need to read the rest of the article? That kind of that kind of nails it. But, why, but for a little perspective, Britain is at or near the peak of an outbreak in which more than 14,000 people have already died, the fifth highest national death toll of a pandemic linked to at least 150,000 deaths worldwide. Ceremonial gun salutes in which blank rounds are fired from various locations across London are typically used by the royal family to mark special occasions such as anniversaries and birthdays. The Queen's birthday is on April 21st. The queen was keen that no special measures were put in place to allow gun salutes as she did not feel it appropriate in the current circumstances, a royal source said. It is believed to be the first such request in the queen's 68-year reign, the source said. Quote, we will not be marking Her Majesty's birthday in any special way this year due to the hashtag coronavirus crisis. End quote. ITV reporter Chris Shipp, who first reported the queen's request, tweeted citing a source. Uh, real quick to round out the article, Britain is in its fourth week of a national lockdown with businesses forced to close and citizens ordered. We'll skip that. Uh, Buckingham Palace last month set a parade to celebrate the Queen's official birthday, which is celebrated in June, would not go ahead in its traditional form in light of restrictions on global gatherings. There are no alternative plans to replace the parade, the source said on Saturday. There you go. Look, I mean, you got to give the Queen credit for realizing that. And the real interesting thing about the Queen is that most people in the UK know that, like, wait a minute. Why do we have a Queen again? But they like the fact of the pomp and the circumstance. And this is one of those times where you just, as the Queen, you just have to go, yeah, we can't do this. Because if people start realizing that I'm kind of useless, this whole, the, the, whole, <laughs> the whole jig is up. Everything's up. So we got to just, yeah, no, 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 we're going to cancel it. Don't, no, we we totally, we're here for the people of Britain. Like, I believe that the queen spoke the other week for like yep. the third time in her history of actually speaking in public. Like, yep. how amazing is that? You're the queen and you don't do anything. She hasn't done no. anything for 40 years. She hasn't traveled nope. in 40 years. Well, yeah, there was that whole thing with uh, what's the, what's his name and what's her face when they left the, uh, they just straight up left the family. I'm like, wait, Harry how do you and do Meghan. that? They're out. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't do anything before. Like, what are you doing now? I don't get it. Like, do you have a job that you're like, I quit? It's like, no, you're just. I'm not living in this house anymore. Yeah, <laughs> going to Canada. Yeah, and you're just like, like oh, well, you know, I'm going to make my own money, but I'm going to take the millions with me. You yes. know, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you my, know, and my celebrity and status. That, yeah. yeah, the yeah, fact that just you. me being a print is always going to give me, you know, always at least going to get me a speaking tour. <laughs> She's narrating a Disney movie, like a Disney Plus documentary thing and look, and look i want to be real honest about Meghan markle right okay go for it she's beautiful okay she's a gorgeous girl but but here but, we go as an actress right she was on that yeah. show suits right 
What else has she done? I don't know. That's it. But that, that's, that's, that's the enough. only thing she's that's done. Qualifying enough. Look, look, look. There's different Here's models. my point: okay, is that can... she's not an she's not Angelina Jolie. No. Well, right. She's not an Angela Davis. She's not even Zoe Saldana. No. Think it's she's Zoe, not but, any of okay. these actresses who have been in multiple roles in multiple things, good and bad. Charlize Theron. I mean, I can name all of the women actress. If you were going to put her, she is a D-list actress at best. No, that's harsh. She's C-list at best. She's got the name though. She's got a very. She's got a. She's got a, a memorable name. But as an actress, if you just took her on her acting ability and talent, she is a C-list actress. But as a queen, as a as a princess or a duchess, she's obviously A-list. Don't get me wrong, right? But it's not like she came into this thing and said, "Don't worry, Harry, let's leave, and we'll use all of our wonderful talents together to make a new." Like, they, they, come on now, like we're gonna leave the royal family, but we're still gonna take all the credit of being. She got a royal wedding. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you did you did the cool stuff about being a duchess, not the boring stuff, which is having to go eat with the queen every Sunday. Like nobody wants to eat with her. But, like, that's what you got to do. So they took out, like, the boring stuff. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be obligated to have to do stuff by the government. So I just want to go live in Canada and go live in Vancouver and do cool stuff. It's like, yeah. So, but, hey, but give me that royal wedding first, though. <laughs> she has she has 31 credits. And she was on Suits for 108 episodes. So that's yeah, like but whatever. Like, that's a, that's a USA, wow. you know, a hey, B-level hey, show. How it's many, fine. Hang on. Fine. How, many, how many episodes of Suits have you been on? None. All right, so you know how many how many off. feature films has she worked on in comparison? I bet you I've worked on more movies than she has. Well, let's go to your IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have thirty one credits, but I got yeah. My that's what I shit. thought. How many episodes of Suits did you work on? Is it your full <laughs> name? Is your full name on? Uh, it is my full on name. IMDb. Let's yeah, see. Hold on, I, I want to see how many films she's been in. I just I told you. Oh, films. All films. Right. Hang on. I'm not let's talking see. about TV. Oh, this is definitely not you. There's a this is a Jonathan Nixon who worked on Super Babies, Baby Geniuses two. <laughs> <laughs> that is not me. Okay, so I'm looking counter films. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. She's worked on oh, nine films, and one of them as a narrator, which isn't out yet. So she t- currently has eight film credits. Oh. I'm gonna go look at my IMDb. This no, don't, 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 don't. Have you looked yet? Because I, I want to play this game. Yeah, I want to. I want to play a game. Don't look at it. Have you looked do, yet? Do you have my IMDb though? I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Okay. So don't look at it. Yeah. We're going to play this game. What are your top four known for? My top four known for? <laughs> but yeah. that doesn't mean anything. I don't even know what that I know for. it doesn't. I just want to play this game because it's fun when you see what these are. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> it's so crazy. War for the Planet of the Apes. That's number one. Jungle Book. No. Oh, wow. Name name two more, and then I'll tell you the others. Uh, I'm I'm honestly just going by date. Um, uh, Rampage. Do okay. And uh, the Turtles movie. I'm gonna guess okay. as well. So you got so you're two out of four. Number one, War War for the Planet of the Apes. Yep. Uh, number two, Spectral. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Number three, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yep. Number four, this is going to be even better. Furious Seven. <laughs> <laughs> wow, everything I worked on in that movie got cut. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yes, but um, yeah, you got sixteen credits. Not bad. Yeah, that's, that's kind of my again, and I'm not saying that she's not that she hasn't gotten work and that she's not. But again, as an actress, 
She's not hey, on the volley- level. Hey, all right. Here's of- how. Here, here's another vol- credit she's beat you on. Um, you know, time, presentable screen time. Oh well, come on. I'm not yours. on the screen. That ain't fair. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying like the amount, the the length of all these movies combined compared to the length of all those, all that content. She's got to beat. Well, she's got, got TV shows. She's got she's got how many seasons of Suits? You said 108 episodes at 42 yeah. minutes an episode. Of course, she's gonna have me beat. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just saying, don't don't be shitting on Meghan Markle, right? She's putting in the work. But I, I'm just saying. Look, I'm look. I mean, she, she was on Knight Rider for God's sakes. <laughs> Without a trace, a fringe. Uh, the league as a random girl. Is that her credit? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> CSI Miami. She was a police officer for one episode. Who wasn't? The only was thing that she's been on, on there. At, for a series as far as TV show is Suits. Okay. Before that, it's one episode. One episode of General Hospital. One episode of Century City. One episode of Cuts. One episode of One Versus One Hundred. One episode of CSI New York. One episode of Deal. She was a case holder in Deal or No Deal. Oh well, that's. I mean, that's a good credit. So again, I'm not saying that she's not. I'm just saying as an actress. Yeah, like, look, Disney nature film credit, Megan, the Duchess of Sussex. Like, that's what come I'm saying. On, now she's, she doesn't stand she's on the her narrator. own. She doesn't stand on her own as an actress. Like, she just doesn't. Like, she couldn't lead a show as an actress. Well, no one's ever given her the right opportunity. <laughs> how long do you think? How long do you think? You're just doing because you don't know anything how, about Meghan Markle. You're right. How long? <laughs> but I bet she's in a Marvel movie by the end of the decade. <laughs> <laughs> as, as as a superhero, as as like the main. No, superhero? as herself. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. Who knows? All right. Let's yeah. yeah. Next story. <laughs> All right. Next story. We said uh, you said you want to do five G next. Yes. So it's time for people to be dummies. So here we go. Fire and this is reading from the U.S. Sun. This is definitely one of one of those trashy magazines, right? Like I'm looking at the graphic design of this website. I can tell fire and fury. E.E. warns of risk to human life as 53 masts now attacked by mindless 5G conspiracy theory arsonists. Have you heard about this? No, that there are people that blamed coronavirus on uh, 5G. Wait, 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 wait. So they're saying that 5G <laughs> gives you coronavirus? Yes. Wow. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Reckless conspiracy theorists pose a risk to human life by burning down phone masks, EE has warned. It comes as arsonists who falsely believe 5G causes coronavirus have attacked 53 network towers across the country. Where am I reading? Where is this from? This is, well, it's the U.S. Sun, so it's somewhere in the U.S. Here we go. Earlier this week, a Vodafone, that's why I don't realize this is, okay, this is, it says the U.S. sun, but this is most certainly not the U.S. They're definitely talking about the U.K. Because it says earlier this week, Vodafone, mass, mass serving Birmingham's Nightingale. Yes, Vodafone is a U.K. company. Right. Nightingale Hospital was damaged in an attack. It means vital phone signals are being disrupted at a time when connectivity is more important than ever. Dozens of masks up and down the UK have been damaged by gullible criminals, including 23 EE sites, because EE is also a service in uh, the UK and Canada. I think both those are in Canada. Quote, mindless attacks on key workers and deliberately removing mobile signals in a reckless harming and is a reckless, harmful and dangerous thing to do. End quote, an EE spokesperson told The Sun. Yeah, you don't say these these images, by the way, are crazy. I'm going to send these to you because they're like 
they literally lit these things on fire. How do you get a conspiracy theory like this started? It's easy. Hey, you know, before 5G came along, we didn't have coronavirus. Done. Conspiracy theory started. Oh, wow. It's not that Jeez. hard. They really lit yeah. this thing on fire. Quote, aside from the obvious risk to our colleagues could have serious consequences from preventing a call reaching the ambulance service to stopping families being able to talk to each other. These these senseless crimes are creating unnecessary risk to human life, both to those that live in the areas being targeted and to the emergency services working to contain the situation. Researchers recently warned that politicians, celebrities, and influencers had all been caught up in spreading fake coronaviruses coronavirus claims online. A number of celebs have been caught up in fake coronavirus news scandals recently. Brazilian President Jair, I believe, Bolsonaro, has also repeatedly dismissed the seriousness of the coronavirus crisis, despite overwhelming scientific evidence to the contrary. Zombieland star Woody Harrelson, this is a fun twist, has been warning his Instagram followers about the effect of 5G and shared a video labeled, quote, Labeled, meanwhile, the Chinese are bringing 5G antennas down. His Ooh, followers boy. were quick to his followers were quick to point out that the footage was from an old documentary film during protests in Hong Kong and that people were actually pulling down facial recognition cameras. Others slammed him for his irresponsible message, quote, no, Woody, not you. Spreading things like this is dangerous, end quote, said follower Lisa Lee, L-I-S-E dot K-M. That is the story and then there's a picture of some people who are talking about bad stuff has say so, oh there, ever... there's more actually but that that's the gist of it you get it 5g does, does not act... cause coronavirus let me just say that well I, I was gonna ask like how would it like what's the reasoning behind 5g's causing coronavirus like what's their fake science that's saying this oh, is why you should believe this do you know what it is no and i didn't look it up uh, yeah no i'm, I'm just really curious care. if there's but like I, oh I it's the, the way you could 5g exactly 4G that's just it. caused the that's what you need to know the waves from 5G, however, that extra G is... If, if radiation can create yeah. mutants and superpowers, then why can't 5G waves cause coronavirus? So the first cause four G's a respiratory, the respiratory illness. The last G oddly, yeah. is for germs. <laughs> it's for gotcha. Gotcha with coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like... The, the crazy thing about it is just thinking about it for two seconds. 5G caused coronavirus. Cool. Does it also mean it? How is it contagious then? How is it? How am I transmitting it from person to person? Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. Like, yeah, like the, of all the conspiracy theories, that has to be the dumbest one because, like, the one that like you can believe is that okay, someone in a lab created something and they were testing it on people in Wuhan. Like, whatever, fine. Like, that's to me that seems like it's nonsense as well. And it just seems like hey, someone. It, ate, yeah, but like fair enough. Like but like hey, so uh China put up all these five G towers in Wuhan and then it got people sick and then they started traveling and coughing on people and then uh yeah, where are we where we are today? Take down five G. So it's like no, like this it's very clear you can tell where this virus came from. If there's five G in the US, it's not like coronavirus just came because the guy was like, I bought a new phone and the next thing you know I had a dry cough. Yep. So like, it doesn't make any sense. So <laughs> all right, cool. Five <laughs> G causes coronavirus, why not? Yeah, conspiracy theories are dangerous, and that's like just the way it is there. Um, yeah, I, I didn't realize people were setting these things on fire. I knew about the conspiracy theory, uh, but I, I always get excited by really stupid conspiracy theories because they're really stupid. And 
I mean, as I've just proven with the Meghan Markle thing, I it could be fun to argue some bullshit. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, mean, I look, like doing this, it. Look, the dirty secret about this podcast is half the time it's me arguing stuff that I don't necessarily believe in, but it's funny to argue. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and exactly, because it's fun to do. And things like Flat Earth. I, there there are a few things more fun than if Flat Earth comes into a conversation and someone's like offended by Flat Earthers. Start pretending like you believe in the flat earth. <laughs> and here's the beauty of it. You don't need to know anything. No, you about don't. It. It's like you could you literally make things up because spoiler alert, that's what they're doing. <laughs> so you know what you though? I would I would argue I'm, that a good percentage of Trump supporters online, right, are actually trolls because of this. Because it's fun to troll people. Yes, it's fun I, to start because again, is it dangerous? Absolutely. That doesn't mean it's not fun. Right? Skydiving's dangerous too. Still fun, I bet, if you enjoy jumping out of a jumping out of a plane. So there's plenty of people online who have started either subreddits or chat rooms who don't actually believe in the Trump mess, but it's fun to talk about make America great again, MAGA, all this other nonsense. And then you have the idiots who believe it. And that's where it's a problem, where I can make a fake post and then I get your dumbass to believe in it. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Then you get down to liberating states. Yes, exactly. Then you're liberating Michigan. <laughs> and then here you have it. <laughs> well, let's be real. Maybe maybe it does need to be liberated. Yeah, maybe. Again, I've been there a long every, time. Every so, often, every so often, it's good to ask yourself and say, what if they're right? What you know, if look, they're the right? revolution every once in a while is not a bad thing. That's how we got to where we are today. Trump referenced a movie um, about like a mutiny, and he was kind of referring to himself as the captain. Now, I didn't see this movie, but apparently the captain he was referring to was the bad guy <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> oh, man. And I don't know what they were. He was talking about mutinying against. Anyway, I don't want to get too far down. the line. We can, we can get into that later because I do have a COVID related political thing. Anything else in this 5G stuff? I thought it was wacky. Yep. Um, that's good for me. Cool. All right. The, um, let's talk about Cookie Mama. <laughs> Are you familiar? You don't watch any. You don't look at any other news. And I don't think AP is talking about Cookie Mama. No, I don't know what it is. The Switch. All right, cool. No. So I'm going to read from Engadget here. There's some serious Cooking Mama drama going on right now. This is. Uh, so it's basically what's happened. I'm going to read the article and I'll, and I'll kind of stop and maybe fill in some blanks along the way there because there's some conspiracy theories around this, too. Uh, there's trouble brewing in the Cookie Mama Cookstar kitchen as the game's license holder and publisher take to the Internet to squabble. Over, wait, let me read this. There's trouble brewing in the Cookie Mama Cookstar kitchen as the game's license holder and publisher take to the Internet to squabble over exactly who has control over the title. The original developer of the DS game Office Create first licensed Cookstar to publisher Planet Entertainment back in 2018. The pair decided on a game design, and then in March, it landed on Nintendo Switch, only to be pulled from the shelves after just a few days on sale. That also means digitally. So this game came out, and they, um, and they, uh, and they released it on store shelves. Um, so then I say, why? And then I'm going to pause here. Before this actually happened, so before the truth actually came out and this got public, there was a uh, there was this weird assumption that it was mining cryptocurrency in the background <laughs> uh, for people who played the game. So that was one of the conspiracy theories. That turns out to not be true. So oh, that would have been great, the, though. That would have been great. Yeah. And 
oh man, it would have been great to read those before and then actually get some uh, evolution on the story, but I did not. So here we go. According to Office Create, the title, quote, failed to meet the standards its customers expect and deserve, end quote. And even though Office Create raised this issue with Planet Entertainment, the publisher went ahead and, and released the game anyway. A statement from Office Create says that Planet was, quote, contractually obliged, obligated, end quote, to address its concern before release. So they released a, um, okay, so Office Create then said that it's, considering legal action against Planet in order to protect its customers, intellectual property rights, and the Cooking Mama series. Planet, however, seems unfazed, responding with a statement on the official Cookstar Twitter account that chalked the issues up to creative differences and noting that, quote, there is no active litigation or ruling that prevents Planet from publishing the game, end quote. So what happens now? If Planet is correct in its in its assertion that it's free to publish the game, then we may see then we may well see it back on the Switch soon. That was the company's end goal, of course. But the game as currently stands, that's unlikely to happen on Office Creates Watch. Unless the two can reach an agreement, the law will likely have to get involved before the final decision is made. That's okay. So let, let me so let, let me try to understand this a bit because I'm a bit confused. Sure. There, well, there's I was, this and game. I was also, yep. Go okay, ahead. so there's this game that's been created, this Cooking Mama game. Cooking Mama Cookstar. Now, right. Cooking Mama so, originally came out on the DS. That was owned uh, by the Office Group, Office Create. Yep. Okay. So Office Create, and I'm guessing that there's a developer involved in this. The developer is Planet Entertainment. Like they're the basically the developer and publisher of this version, but they're right. using so, the license. But, but even so, from, but like so I'm, I'm just trying to get down to the beginning of it. Of Office Create, yeah, sure. basically had a game that they were as a publisher had a game that someone was creating. They saw the game and said, Ah, this isn't up to our standards. We don't. We, we you know we can't release this under our IP. Right. And well, this yeah, group- well, let, me, let me explain. So let, let me let me go back a little bit, because what I, I want to go back and read the statements, because this is what's wild. These were publicly released statements. So it was after this whole thing happened where the game went up, the game went away. Now there's rumors of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency mining. Then Office Create comes out with this statement. OK. It said, we would like to thank our fans and customers for their support over the years for the Cooking Mama franchise. As many of you know, Planet Entertainment, LLC, recently released Cooking Mama Cookstar for sale in US, Europe, and Australia. This was an unauthorized release in breach of Planet's contract with Office Create. In August 2018, Office Create licensed Planet to develop the Cooking Mama Cookstar game for the Nintendo Switch. Unfortunately, the quality of the game builds failed to meet the standards that our customers expect and deserve. Office Create rejected a wide range of deficiencies affecting the overall feel, quality, and content of the game. Yet despite being contractually obligated to correct the identified deficiencies and resubmit the corrected game for Office Create's approval, Planet proceeded to release Cooking Mama Cookstar without addressing all of the rejections and without Office Create's approval. We have also learned that Planet and or its European distributor has been promoting an upcoming European release of a PS4 version of Cooking Mama Cookstar. Office Create has not licensed Planet or any other entity to create a Cooking Mama game for PS4. Office Create itself has not been involved in the development of any PS4 Cooking Mama game on March 23rd. Okay, so that that's basically it. You get the gist. So basically, of it. so basically just to explain for people here cuz I think I finally got it. You have a publisher, you have the IP holder. Yep. And you have the developer. The developer and publisher are one of the same right now, or at least that they're they're in a group together. And then you have the yes. IP holder. 
So before mm-hmm. they could publish this game, they were supposed to get approval from the IP holder who said, if you want to release a game under our name, we need to approve it first. They went to the IP holder. The IP holder said, hey, this isn't good enough. You need to fix these things. The publisher said, yeah, that's great. We're still going to release it anyways. That's basically the story, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Got it. Yep. And then Plan Entertainment came out with their follow-up. Again, these are public. They tweeted this. They put the, like this is very public. Like, how often do you see companies coming out with statements that are like, "This is what's happening." So, Planet Entertainment comes out. They say Planet Entertainment wants to explain the mystery surrounding the Nintendo Switch game to all Cooking Mama Cookstar fans. Office Create, the rights holder to Cooking Mama, approved a detailed game design in 2019. First playable, the game developer and Planet followed the exact approved design. That's never really a good sign, by the way. That design is the exact game on Nintendo Switch, which also includes many additional Office Create suggestions, which add gameplay value. Unfortunately, creative differences arose as Cooking Mama Cookstar was near completion that were outside the scope of our agreement and the game design approved by Office Create. By contract, Planet is fully within its rights to publish Cooking Mama Cookstar. There is no active litigation or ruling that prevents Planet from publishing the game. Cooking Mama fans have been very enthusiastic about Cooking Mama Cookstar, including the many new features, including vegetarian and unicorn food, potluck party, plus more. <laughs> we appreciate the overwhelming positive response, keep that in mind, and support from Cooking Mama Cookstar fans. Office Create has our total respect. We thank them for the wisdom and wish them well. Now, to round this all out, I want to tell you the Metacritic score for Cooking Mama Cookstar, Can't be which good. is sitting at a 43%. <laughs> With one positive review, one, ne- one mixed review, and four negative reviews. Most of the ones that I saw were around a three, which is from IGN. <laughs> so what happens if you buy this game and you, you thought you were buying, like, can you return it? I mean, it depends on the policy. Uh, no, no, no. It depends on the policy of the that you have with the retailer. It has nothing to do with the publisher. Like once the once they have the game, the question is more like what happens to the games that the retailer bought, like a physical retailer. Let's forget the whole like COVID thing and just assume it was any other. Let's assume it was November, right? Best Buy, they buy ten thousand copies of um, of cooking mama right now all of a sudden they can't sell it two days after it's released what do you do with your ten thousand units that you can't sell yeah it's like you you might have sold two thousand to players right cool they have the game they can they can play it if they if they want to trade it in or return it or whatever that's within now you have a contract with the between the retailer and the player it's more about the contract between the publisher and the retailer that's a question and then on the digital side there is no middle transaction it's straight up i bought something from switch can i return it kind of not really most digital transactions are final but i have seen situations where they can be returned um but it's rare so for the for the user, it's like if you have this game, you kind of have this really rare golden goose that could theoretically be, um, you know, raising a value despite the shittiness of the or the perceived shittiness of the game. Uh, I look at the game; People it looks pretty it. bad. Looks pretty. I see why they said, nah, don't. It's I, mean, I, look, I mean, the user score is a six point nine. So if you're a Cooking Mama fan and it's it, like if it's for kids and it's basic, 
it's fine. You know, it's like, uh, I don't want to, I'm not going to champion dumbed down gameplay because it's a kid's game, but if it's a cooking mama game and you're expecting, and it's what you expect. Cool. I don't yeah. think it's really going to No cooking mama game really sets the world on fire. It's a series of mini games. Like that's yep. what the games have always been. Wow. Well, I mean, this is this is part of the like why holding the IP should be like powerful, right? Because someone took the time to come up with the series and the images for it. And those guys only the IP said, yeah, before you tarnish our IP with your crappy shovelware games, uh, we should have an approval for it. And these guys seem to have completely bypassed that. So, yeah, it's it's some wild stuff. Um, I was going to say something else about this. I I I thought this story was fascinating. Uh, the fact that it was such like a public thing, there was all these rumors, speculation. You ought to talk about conspiracies before um, conspiracy theories going on. Why it's being taken out? I have no idea where the Bitcoin or cryptocurrency thing came from. But then to get these guys to be like, no, here's what happened. They they violated the contract, and then these guys about like, we didn't violate the contract. All in public. <laughs> yeah, you rarely you rarely see this kind of transparency, and it's it's provided a nice bit of levity well and it doesn't it doesn't help that most likely guys are sitting at home and just being like well i'm gonna write this thing like what else do i have to lose yeah but you also think well maybe they want to get the game i mean i've seen i I get things like this like they're probably in a tough spot like we need to release this game sometimes financial lives depend on it that's why you release a game when they do um before before it's ready and contracts like that can be tough especially if you're in a situation where you written down like if you attach a game design to a contract like there should typically something be in and uh, there should typically some be something in there that says this can change upon you know mutual agreeing to something right because you never really know how a game is going to be until you play it like you could have the best idea in the world, then you start playing it, and, and you you did exactly what you said you'd do in the contract, and then all of a sudden you're like, it's not working. Yeah, and I've seen. Yeah, it. and again, I've it just might the be the point time. where they ran out of money, and they were like, "We have to get this done," and then they thought that the changes that were being made were picky. Yeah, and, and I've also seen go, the thing you know. where you could be so far in the weeds where it's like, "No, this is good. This is good. This is where it needs yeah. to be," and it's like, "No, it's good to you." Yeah, well, it's you good know. to you because you've been staring at it for, you know, three months, six months, however long it took to make this game. Yeah. Well, years, apparently. It took, over, it took like a year, at least. Yeah. Year and a half. Anyway, that's it. That's, that's Those are the stories. All right. Good. That's what I got. Uh, let's do a little uh, reddish, bluish, blackish, Jewish. I'm not giving you choices. We're going to talk about Dr. Phil. Oh, no. <laughs> Have you... Did you hear about uh, my mom told me today about Dr. Phil and Dr. Oz. There's something going on where these guys are basically going on Fox saying stuff, but I don't have any other context other than what my mother told me. Reading from the PolitiFact, if your time is short, because they write a lot about this. Dr. Phil, Phil, quote, Quill. Wow. Okay. Let's start that over. Let's just say Dr. Phil, because it lists his whole name. In a really awkward way. It says Phil, Dr. Phil McGraw. No, Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil said there are 360,000 annual deaths in the U.S. from swimming pools. He said he was citing the worldwide number and misspoke. According to the CDC, there were 3,709 U.S. deaths from 
accidental drowning or submersion in 2017. Not all drowning deaths occurred in swimming pools. Drowning is not infectious or contagious. And deaths <laughs> from it are spread over time. Thank you, PolitiFact. So here was the full quote from Dr. Phil, and this is why it's a little political in, in this section and not the other one, is because, of course, it was on Laura Ingram's show on Fox News right after she had Anthony Fauci on and failed to get him to compare, um, to say that uh, this will just go away, like uh, HIV, AIDS, and SARS. So uh, this is what Dr. Phil said. Just go away. They okay. do not. Yeah, I know. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> he he clarified. He he did not take the bait. She also tried to get him to shit talk Joe Biden, and that also didn't work. So that was I tried to find that full interview she did with him, and I could not. Uh, it's unfortunate. So here we go. The fact of the matter, this is Dr. Phil's quote. The fact of the matter is we have people dying. 45,000 people a year die from automobile accidents, 480,000 from cigarettes. 360,000 a year from swimming pools, but we don't shut the, shut the country down for that. End quote. Wow. <laughs> that is a doctor. <laughs> I mean, he's a doctor who doesn't hold him, who hasn't had a medical license in probably 20 years. Do they go away? They get taken away? Do you have to like... Uh, I believe he had to forfeit it from my reading probably a year ago. The doctor feels not actually a licensed doctor. Um, he had to give it up because there were some allegations about him dating a patient or trying to date a patient. And so instead of going to trial about his license, he just decided not to renew it. Um, and this was like 2000, 2001. So he hasn't actually held a, a license to practice any sort of doctorness. <laughs> That's the word. Any sort of medical practice since the, since the early 2000s. And it's 2020. Yeah. And I also so... don't think he's uh, an infectious disease uh, no, expert. he's not. By any he's stretch. Not. And again, Oprah needs to take the blame for this. I will keep saying this. Oprah, think about everyone who surrounded Oprah, right? Oprah herself, sure, she's great. Yeah. Like Dr. All Phil, the, all Dr. the clowns. Yep. She's she's created a lot of monsters. Dr. Drew. Dr. Dr. Drew. Drew. She's created a lot of monsters that Oprah then sort of slowly backs away from after she basically has made these specifically white men, even though I don't think Dr. Dr. Oz technically is white. I believe he's Turkish. Um, but you know, she is the one who's put these people out here and has millions of women. Let's oh, Oprah likes him. I like him. Uh, Dr. Phil, from my understanding, is a bit of a creep. So, yeah, he looks like it. He's got that creep mustache. Um, he, he had a follow up. This is reading from Yahoo News um, that are that are quoting him, which he followed up yesterday after this. He said, quote, last night, I said, we as a society have chosen to live with certain controllable deadly risks every day, smoking, auto crashes, swimming, he said. And yes, I know that those are not contagious. So probably bad examples, probably bad examples. I probably could have used better examples about that, end quote. He went on to say, you can go ahead and, quote, erase those examples. Quote, if I offended people's sensibilities, uh, if you, and later added, quote, if you didn't like my choice of words, I apologize for that, end quote. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dr. Phil, he's, uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's making waves. He's trying to get us to stop swimming, I guess. I don't know what what, <laughs> the, what the purpose of that comparison was. Yeah, I don't know. And, and the, and these again, guys these are like people... really 
trying to say, oh, it's the economy over this. It's like, yes. okay. Again, they are, gonna... this is, again, another example of where capitalism starts to fall apart for me because you must make money at all cost. And that cost in these people's mind is human cost yep. of, hey, we got to keep the show open. Hey, you know, people die every year. This is nothing. People are going to die from this. That's fine. Let the old people die. I mean, you've heard this multiple times. I'm not making this up that people. Yep. At one point or another, have said this, and these are people in high power. Whether it's Trump, whether it's Boris Johnson, whether it's Doctor Doctor Oz or Doctor Phil, people have said we have to open the economy back up because, quite frankly, I need to make money because Doctor Phil doesn't really have a show when he doesn't have people who can come in and be part of the show. So Doctor Phil's probably taking a financial hit, and from the capitalist thing, I mean, like the fact that thing that I have seen is that Ellen is getting torched across the board right now because she was doing some video where she was complaining about how bored she was and comparing her currently having to be quarantined as prison. And it's like, uh, is it prison when you're in a multi-million dollar mansion and you're FaceTiming with your rich friends talking about how awful of an experience this is? It's like real tone deafness where Ellen has sort of moved her way into this oh, you're one of them categories of these people who would much rather us all get sick and some of us die because you want to make more money. Hmm. And Dr. Phil's one of those yeah, people. Yeah, I did see. The president's uh, one of those people. So There there are people who say uh, Chris Cuomo's faking it. He didn't have it. Didn't Chris Cuomo's they, wife like, just catch it as well? Yep, she got it. They got they got a second. And he was he was like staying in the basement. He was hiding out in the basement yep. doing video calls with, uh, with Sanjay. <laughs> Yeah, although there was there's somebody who accused him of walking around with the family, and some like biker was like yelling at him or something, heckling him, being like, "Hey, you're supposed to be inside, isn't that what you're saying?" And then apparently he yelled at him. I don't know. Allegedly, you know, we'll we'll see what actually happens. It was written by the Post. The Post has got it out for Chris Cuomo. I don't of know why. They do. Yeah, of course. He seems do. like because a, you know like they've, they've got to take the other side of it, and he's the brother of the you know they were calling him the dude on the train on the subway was calling him Fredo. <laughs> like it's just it's what you do. <laughs> yeah. Um. He, yeah, but I was looking at this thread on, it was like the conservative Reddit, and it was just all these people just making fun of Cuomo being like, yeah, he doesn't have it. Oh, of course he's going to say he has it. It helps him with his ratings and all these other things. It's like, why, why would that help? I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, why would you, why would you pretend to have this and just make I, all I this stuff up? This Especially point. why would you, why would you talk to Sanjay about this? Like you have enough people to testify about this stuff. Why would you make up symptoms? Yeah. <laughs> Especially now. Yeah. Yeah. Like th- there's so many so. people that have it. I wouldn't want to be part of that list. Yeah. And it's easy to be called out a fraud because the second you make a misstep. Yeah. Why would you take that risk? Why would you take that risk being, you know, top, top dog on cnn like i assume he has the best ratings of a cnn show uh, not that that's still maybe. third anderson place cooper, anderson cooper might have better ratings he's pretty popular i guess in this time though come on uh probably not because in this time it's you got chris cuomo he's got a bit of a bump from his brother calling him out like that's not fun. even that i was just thinking in this time you gotta you gotta be getting after it you gotta be getting a bit more aggro you can't have you know contemplative uh anderson cooper there you know you gotta you gotta have uh you gotta have jacked chris being yeah. you know very inquisitive being a being getting your face answer the question senator you know that's what i want to know give me that guy i'll take that guy any day but anyway enough of that shit let's do a little media therapy yep what do you say what do you what do you what are you watching what are you playing what are you I'm doing not watching what are you anything? you doing? know what i'm playing 
You know what I'm doing? Oh yeah, still, still, still uh, selling those turnips. Still uh, absolutely. Churning. I'm making money. <laughs> we redesigning <laughs> the towns. <laughs> Make, making those, making big bells, big bells all the time. Spending them, building bridges, building botanical gardens, relocating the museum. We're doing it all. So yeah, I've spent most of the week doing it and playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I see you pop on. It's fun because I'll I'll basically while I'm watching, well, uh, listening, I'm say because I'm playing my Switch simultaneously while I'm playing my Switch and listening to Jeopardy uh, with the family, and then uh, I'll see you pop on about the same time every day. And I don't know if it's you or if it's Alice. Well, Alice has her own account on. because she's got her own character. You got to have your own account now to have your own character. Oh, all right. So, yeah, when I'm so not going, I'm off because she's playing as her character on her account. We share the same island, right. which is a big right. which is a big problem with people who have who are sharing a switch, right? People will say, "Hey, well, I'm sharing a switch, but I don't want to have the same island." But with us it works because Alice is like, "I'm not going to play this game unless we're playing it together in a way where she's sort of yeah, it's a, a one it makes sense, right? If it's a one I guess console, it does, but it also console. doesn't because there's people again, like people who f- who share a PS4, right? Like you're not going to buy two PS4s. You just have an account on there, and then I play my game, you play your game. So I get it. I get why people will be frustrated by it. But in this case, I'm just like, well, if you're in a family, sharing an island to me could be fun. But yes, obviously, some people don't. If some people want to progress at different levels, but because Alice is a fairly new gamer to this type of game, I'm still able to say, hey, well, this is how you do this. I'm able to show her things it works. Um, but yeah. on the next version of Animal Crossing, this might not work at all. She might want her own Switch 2 or whatever comes out at the time <laughs> because she goes, I don't want to build an island with you anymore. I want to build my own. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's funny to keep seeing you pop up in there. Um, Again, I've already I've seen, we, we did the hours and I believe I've put in over 60 hours in this game and she's put over 120. Holy shit. <laughs> Look, man, we're quarantined. Wow. We're quarantined yeah, but you know what's wild is that I, yeah. I've been going through my, I've been going through like some games, my backlog or things, things that I was like, yeah, oh, I'll get around to playing that, you know, and the longest games I've played right now. Are, so here's what I've played since quarantine. Murder by Numbers. That was started before um, quarantine started. Yeah, and I, I played that as well. I got to the second level, so to speak, and then Animal Crossing came out. <laughs> yeah, I, fi- I finished. It was great. Uh, Deadly Premonition. That was a, about 20 hours, maybe 15 to 20 hours. I didn't, I didn't main path it. Blood Roots, real fast. I think I finished that game in like that. That takes like five, six hours. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I was already half done with that before quarantine started. That's on Xbox as well. Then uh, this is the long one. Where I'm like, wow, I put a lot of time to that. Dragon's Dogma, Dark Arisen, which I that took, according to the time, it says like over 25 hours. Okay, so less than 30. And then I just played through Cosmic Star Heroin, which I think had a time of like, um, of like 15 hours. But a lot of that was on pause watching maybe family feud or something. Uh, yeah, those, those are the games that I played through. And then I just, and I finally, and I started to try again, get into ukulele and the impossible lair on switch. So those are all the games I played through. And I don't think all those total 120 hours. So that's wild. <laughs> and, and by the way, animal crossing came out after I'd say animal crossing came out about the time I finished or was just, or sometime between playing Deadly Premonition, it was so that that would look, be man. Story. Animal Crossing is a type of game for me that if I don't have time, I can play it for thirty minutes a day and still feel like I did enough. Yeah, it's great. And I'm not oh, knock when I'm not doing stuff, when, when I'm not doing stuff, I can spend eight hours playing this game, and it's great. 
and I'm how? having a lot of fun. How do you I'm spend eight hours playing this game? What are you doing for eight hours? Well, we're re- we're reorganizing the town. You can move the buildings, and the problem is moving the buildings and stuff. You can only move one a day. There's some problems with this game that frustrate me to no end. Like yeah. the terraforming stuff is sloppy. Now, to be fair, it's not Every, it's not SimCity, yeah. right? But it's sloppy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like doing that stuff takes a bit of time. Like redesigning rivers, painting paths, like it takes a bit of time. And then catching fish, and then trading stuff, and earning money, and planning. Like it takes a bit of takes a bit of time. Getting flowers, trying to get the flowers to breed hybrid flowers. Like I'm in this game. I don't think you understand how deep I'm in this game. I'm in it. Yeah, I, I I do. I don't, you know, I got <laughs> so, it. So, so yeah, look it. again. And right now Moment. it's good. We basically, based on the schedule that we have, we'll be completely done with the island with the redesign by next Sunday, which is good because that's when we kind of figure out what's going on with quarantine. So it's good. This has been a great way to keep your mind off of being stuck inside. I totally get why people are enthralled in this game, especially at this time, because I don't think I would have bought this if I was around doing other stuff. Like the game that I was waiting for was XCOM to come on the switch and i was just gonna basically be like yeah but i'm sitting here i'm just like well i don't have anything to do oh animal crossing came i remember that game the game was a lot of fun and and then you pretty much fall so it came in like right at the week after we were starting quarantine so it just looked they released it at at the perfect time that i don't think they were meaning to obviously but it just happened to be that the stars aligned and this game has probably made a ton of money more than it was expecting to because you got people like me buying this and playing it and now i'm in it now i'm in it and i plan on playing this game because i'm looking at the schedule and go hey there's fish that i gotta catch and they happen in summer in the u.s and i don't have any friends who have this game so guess what i gotta pick this thing up on october november and i gotta catch me some sharks (laughs) so that's where we're headed we're headed toward this way and you know what i'm not ashamed because this is a game that when things go back to normal i can play for 30 minutes a day i can take my switch handheld mode i can pull it off the thing and play it for 30 minutes and put it back down and be good it's a beautiful thing it also seems and like it got perfect- allison to play video games this is someone who said she hates video games she's not gonna play video games now she's in so what's next is she gonna is she looking to is she looking for another step we tried play star she tried playing stardew valley a while ago and hated it and a big yeah. thing for alice and again we got to get her on the podcast because i told her she can be on the podcast okay. all right is that she, she likes the graphics of it it looks cute stardew, stardew valley oh, not Crossing? so cute yeah Stardew Valley, not so not cute. not a and fan of the pixel art. So not pixel a, not a fan art, of pixel. Not, not into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. needs the graphics, needs all this. So I don't know what other game that fits into this category. If there is one, it might just be this one. Which there's plenty of people who buy systems and Game Boys just for Animal Crossing. They exist. Yeah. Oh, it, it doesn't even need to just be Animal Crossing. It could be just any singular any, game. Any single game. Plenty of people buy systems for just Pokemon, right? Like same thing. Yeah, well, maybe that that could actually be a next. Again, uh, I don't think she step. cares about like the she she wants to collect the stuff. Like that's the stuff that's, that's fun. literally the game. It's collecting. It's the game. Monsters. It's the game, and it's perfect. You can wear outfits. You can design stuff. You can get no. I'm flowers. saying Pokemon. Pokemon is literally collecting. Yeah, monsters. but it's collecting animals to fight each other. Pokemon's glorified. Yeah, but they're dog cute fight. animals. And, yeah, you know, but they're fighting each other. Like, how does Pokemon get away with it, but Mike Vick doesn't? That's a good question. <laughs> you know what? I I realize I forgot to ask you a, a question as we started this off. So I'm just going to avoid any sort of transition. I will think about a game that is similar to animal crossing that we can, that, that I could say, all right, maybe this is the next step, but no, no last that, week on that, the might, podcast, that next stop may not, may not exist. Last week on the podcast, I got cut off before I got to ask you this. And oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause again, I asked you afterwards and it's like, Hey, I need people to visit on this, in this game. <laughs> I don't have any friends to play this game. Cause I'm an adult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I need people. I need to go to islands. I need I need oranges. I need I need peaches. 
I need to mm-hmm. fill out my collection of stuff here. I need a cutting board. There's lots of stuff that I need. A cutting board? Why? I need a cutting board because you can't make the kitchen set without a cutting board. <laughs> and so they gave me the recipe for it. And they're like, yeah. you need a cutting board. And I'm like, where do I get a cutting board? And it's like, it's impossible <laughs> to find. I can't find a freaking cutting board. And it's it's boggling my mind. It's making me upset. I want to build a kitchen and I can't. Oh, God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> hmm. No. I'm in it. No. I'm in it. That that honestly, that description of the cutting board made me want this game less than I did before <laughs> you mentioned the cutting board. Like no joke. Anytime you get into some sort of crafting situation, it's usually you you start to lose me. Especially if it's like you might not even be able to find the cutting board handle unless it's a Thursday on a full moon. It's like I can't. Like is <laughs> that, just, that's how I find it. Is, I don't understand. It's totally this game. Hey, you can only <laughs> yeah, catch this when it's when it's raining in between the hours of four p.m. and six p.m. Or you get it from your friends, and if you don't have any friends that have it, we'll find some. <laughs> yeah, pretty. That's what this game is. It's like pretty much find some friends and think about it. it used to be worse when there wasn't the internet. Now you can go online, I'm sure, and meet up with people. But again, I also don't want to meet up with people. I enjoy playing this game at Message, my own pace. Uh, tweet at uh, Chrissy Teigen. Maybe she can help. Maybe she's big. On, she's big on Animal Crossing. Yeah, again, it's it gets all sorts of people who don't normally play video games, so it's cool. Oh, she does. I think she plays like some stuff. But yeah, yeah it, she might. It's but a again, like, it's just, definitely a phenomenon. Hundred yeah, percent. And again, it's because yeah. most of us are stuck inside, and so people are living out their fantasy lives through, through this game. Is that the kind of fantasy? Like, I mean, hey, man, whatever. That's, yeah. Yeah. Look, sure. man, some people, this is the closest they'll ever get to owning a home. Sort of. Being in debt. <laughs> she gets a, owing a mortgage to, to, a, to, a, to a raccoon. Like a crooked raccoon. Yeah. yeah, to a crooked raccoon with a gut. <laughs> <laughs> I think that everybody's got a gut in that game, right? Everybody's I don't got the know, same but he's specifically, kind of he's, got a gut that's, he's got a gut that sticks out further than most. He's living large and laughing easy, and he's got kids. Yeah. You know, he's got that dad bod. Yeah, and uh, KK Slider doesn't wear any clothes. Just put that out there. He's a dog. How many he's dogs? The only are dog clothes? that doesn't wear any clothes. I think. Well, oh right, because the other villagers do. Yeah, the other villagers yeah, wear clothes. A, yeah, but he's a, he's also a rock star. Yeah, so you he don't wear any clothes. With he's a rock star. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't need to. All right, here's the question. Speaking of not wearing clothes, who's older? Actually, let me preface this by saying I was watching. Um, so Andrew Lloyd Webber has been putting a a show a week on a YouTube channel. I think there's some like charity situation behind it, but he's been throwing up some of his musicals on YouTube for like 48 hours. You can watch a musical of his for free on this channel. And this week it was Phantom of the Opera. And this is the first one that while my mom and grandmother watched it, I actually stuck around and listened other than the 45 minutes when I was gone to uh, to get Chick-fil-A. But while I was but it, but it made me think of a really great, uh, great question here. Who's older? Hugh Jackman, who has never been in a Phantom of the Opera move show or movie or Paul Giamatti. Hmm. Now, Hugh Jackman's a tough one because I know that he's married to an older lady. But wait a minute. What? <laughs> and I know that again, I know this because I know that there's that he's younger than I thought he was because this woman is oh, like she's right. in her like mid 50s and he's like significantly younger than her. 
I think, mid or late 50s. So I'm going to say he is younger than Paul Giamatti, and I'm going to say Hugh Jackman is 49. Okay. All right. <laughs> You're... All right. The only thing you're right about is he's <laughs> younger than Paul Giamatti. <laughs> he's he's definitely younger. Well, no. Okay, you're right about two things. Yes, his wife is older. Yes, he's younger than Paul Giamatti. He is one year younger than Paul Giamatti. Okay, which is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. That is crazy. That is think crazy. about and and his wife is actually 13 years older than him exactly and she's 64 years okay, old. okay i wasn't off Deborah i said she Leaf. was significantly older than him yeah but then you said mid 50s i was trying to be nice okay she looks like she's in her mid 50s she looks yeah, younger yeah. than paul giamatti and she's yeah. 64 <laughs> she's 64 poor paul giamatti <laughs> yeah i was actually i, I was thinking i was like Wait, how's paul how's hugh jackman not been in a phantom of the opera it just seems to make perfect sense right yeah he seems like he could play the phantom He'd be a great Phantom. I think yeah, he good. might be a little big, though. Big? Like, like the Phantom wasn't jacked. No, but you put him in a He played Jean Valjean. Jean Valjean wasn't jacked. Yeah, true. He yeah. was he was he was begging. He was he was actually the opposite of jacked. He was a starving, starving man stealing bread. And then uh, then Russell Crowe locked him up and then jumped off a bridge at some point. Eh, that's a t- I do not like that show. <laughs> not a, not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah. As for Phantom, what do you have any opinions on Phantom of the Opera? Greatest musical of all time. Really? Yes. Wow. Name me a better musical. Um, it's got the best South music. Park. South Park, bigger, bigger, longer, and uncut. I, I'm not a South Park fan, so you wrong guy. Um, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it from music to aesthetic to story. It's the it's the greatest one. It is. You should watch. You should uh, you should shut up that channel then. Uh, you could watch the watch it because it was like some sort of uh, yeah. Because I can't think of anything that's better. I mean, look, uh, the Lion King musical is good, but the Lion King as a movie is good as well. Like that's where it started. It's it's one of the greatest animated films of all time, if not the greatest animated film of all time. Um, so that that doesn't count. You get a you get knocked down when the movie is better than the musical, or the movie started first and the musical again. The musical Lion King is great. It's fantastic. But it's also just them replaying the movie, where Phantom of the Opera is sort of original to this Broadway musical thing. So the Phantom of the Opera to me is by far, by far and away, and Lion King would be too. And after that, you got Joseph and the Technical Dreamcoat, which is great. So that was that was you got last, Jesus Christ Superstar. Those two were actually the last two weeks. Those are also Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah, so again, again, Andrew Lloyd Webber had some hits. And, and then, then he, he had made cats. cats. <laughs> so yeah, like, it's I'm, coming. I'm, you know it's coming. You know it's coming. Oh, uh, I'm sure it is. But some people love the musical Cats. But again, the music doesn't make any sense. Like it's it's no. Um, it's very weird. So yeah, I the I can't think of. I mean, a lot of people like um, what is it? Book of Mormon is that a musical? Yeah, yeah, it's great. Right? It's yeah. Really a lot of a lot of people would say Book of Mormon is the is the greatest of the greatest musical of all time. Some people would say the uh, Hamilton. One is a great. I mean, obviously by the numbers, right? People loved Hamilton. People loved the music of Hamilton. I, I just haven't. You seen know, it. maybe maybe it's because I'm not woke enough. I I'm not gonna lie. I don't. I never got it. I never. I never got I didn't it, get it either. It's basically them telling the story of Alexander Hamilton through rap music. Again, I'm just confused. I'm like, why does this exist? But people love it. And again, I haven't seen it. So yeah, I like the novelty. I just didn't. The songs are just okay. Got it. 
I need yeah, hooks. So like, give me, give me again, some good like, hooks. And I think that's why like Phantom is, I don't know. It's, it, it just gets you, you know, it just got, and that. again, look, it, a lot of people, so I'm going to the highest, it. I'm going to the highest grossing musical theater franchises. Lion King is number one. By the way, this, right. this, um, the Phantom of the Opera, by the way, on YouTube, it's got, um, it already has like 8 million views. Of course, people love the Phantom like of the Opera. Hours. They love it. They love it. And the music is great. It's great. It's, it's good the, show. got the greatest it, music of all the musicals. It just does. I don't know about that. Yeah, it's great. Maybe. Name me a one, maybe one that has better. I don't know. What, I don't know like, enough about musicals. I can't. I so can't here, really I'm, I'm going to give you the top 10 musicals with worldwide revenue, right? Number one, all Lion right. King. Okay. Number two, Phantom of the Opera. Cats has got to be in this list. It is. Number three is Wicked. A lot of people love Wicked. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people love Wicked. I haven't seen it. Cats is number four. Les Miserables is number five. Yeah. People love that one. Mamma Mia. Also yeah. a big favorite. Number six. Do you, now, do you dock? Now, I don't want to dock points, but do you, would you consider it less impressive if you're singing a bunch of cover songs like mama mia is a bunch of abba songs so it feels like it's cheating yeah it's like jersey boys too right jersey boys a bunch of cover songs is it i think so i, I don't know uh there's what's the other one that's all cover songs um bleh, yeah it's, it's presented know. the documentary style format that dramatizes the formation success and the eventual breakup of the 1960s rock group of the four seasons right so, it's yeah. all there yeah. big girls yeah. don't cry sherry december 1963 like moulin rouge right moulin rouge they made a uh, a musical and that's all um that's all contemporary music yes yeah, so apparently I they knocked- even updated the music in the broadway version I'm, I'm with you i'm with you i i knock points i knock points down. yeah okay all right um great music though like, I'm not gonna knock jersey on. boy I'm not, you're not gonna hear me talk shit about abba yeah jersey no, boys no, beauty and the beast and starlight express and I've never even heard of Starlight Express. I haven't either. Um, what is that? It's got a cool '80s poster though, and that's also an Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> that's also Andrew Lloyd God, Webber. I bet, I bet that's a bunch of bullshit. That's probably like another cat situation. Um, but maybe not. Maybe it's awesome. Who knows? Might be. Uh, so, so look. I mean, if you go through this, it's like Broadway revenue. The Lion King is number one, and the Lion King is great. Phantom of the Opera is number three on this list. Um, and this is just like number of performances. Again, the Lion, the the Phantom of the Opera had thirteen thousand shows. From 1998 till present, so it's still going. Um, yeah. So again, the Phantom of the Opera to me is the if you take all of this data combined, is the greatest musical of all time. That's like you you literally just read a list and it wasn't. If I put all these things together, <laughs> all of them together, and I said Lion King is number two, but Lion King the movie is better than a musical. All right. Right, like when your source material is one of the greatest animated yeah, films yeah. of all time, I can't just give you it. Oh, I don't you know. Can, yeah, I don't know about the rest of it. That's the thing. That's why I can't. I can't speak to like greatest. I would not be qualified. Yeah, like it's great, but the Phantom of the Opera stands on its own as a musical since 1986. Yeah, and it's always been a musical, and it's always been show. a musical. And so, you yeah. know what I do? I do appreciate it. Is like as a musical, it has. It is like music for probably 95 percent of it yes yeah. there's rarely a lull where people aren't singing and it's long too yeah and i mean in the, the technical skill required to play the family I'm like it's it's not it's not an easy scene you should either. i i'm actually gonna tell you right right now you should watch this thing like it's it's early enough in the day you got some time you're not doing shit because you're in quarantine i know what you're doing i'm gonna send you i'll send Playing you the link <laughs> like that's, uh, yeah but this, this is a this, this is a perfect thing to you know put on tv while you're playing in handheld mode because the the production of this show 
are like really incredible. Like, is it, what is that? Grand Albert's Hall, I guess it is. That's the uh, yeah. Look, it's the one musical that I remember watching as a kid. There's two. It's the Phantom of the Opera and Lion King. All the other musicals, I fell asleep during. Like I've 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 seen Les Misérables. Like we took a trip to London when I was maybe nine or ten, right? Obviously, someone paid a bunch of money for me to go see Les Misérables. Slept the minute I sat in the seat for three straight hours. I slept through intermission. I slept through all that. I was out. It's long. It's long, it's long and it's boring as far as I'm yeah. concerned. The songs aren't good. Man, the opera's yeah, got a it. chandelier that crashes before the intermission. Like the chandelier comes from down the roof. It's great. Yeah, Lame is, is droning. It just keeps going. It's after Master of the House, you're like, I don't care anymore. Like that's the <laughs> that's the song that I like from Lame is Ram. I mean, the the rest of it is just like, who is this about? Where are we going? Now there's a French Revolution. Like, oh my yeah. God. Yeah, now the lot. kid's it's dead. Like, uh, spoiler alert, the kid dies. He gets shot. And again, The Lion King is great because it's production value. Like, there's the animals in the stands. It's basically people with big puppeteer things to make the the giraffe. And, like, it's great. Like, don't get me wrong. It's awesome. real. It's a great spectre. It's a great spectacle. But just pure technical, The Phantom of the Opera is just, it's, mm, you know, it's They made a King Kong musical. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> why, why wouldn't you? I don't know. Uh drew's girlfriend saw it and she said i have to see it and talk about it but i haven't seen it yet and now i can't see it because of this i also don't even know if it's still running but yeah it's a shame yeah it's real funny that hamilton's not on this list i guess hamilton's not technically a musical but it's also not new enough to be on the list is that grossing or running yeah, or grossing. what's the yeah but still but okay, Hamilton. then that's why was... yeah i mean it's trillions old. of dollars yeah like, two yeah, or three years old Hamilton? No, it's yeah, old. longer than that. Hamilton's got to be at least five years old now, right? And they, didn't he stop doing it? Yeah, but they still run it with a different cast. Like, the original guy doesn't run it anymore. Lin-Manuel Miranda, yeah, he's out there doing other stuff. So, yeah, premiere 2015, so it's been out for arguably five years. Five plus years. Yeah. How, how'd you get the plus in there? Well, because it's January 20 of 2015, so it's more than five years. Oh, okay. I mean, it's not going on now, but so maybe it's not. Maybe it's exactly five years by the time the coronavirus <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they put the brakes on it. Yeah, yeah, I, people love it. I'm, I'm not that. I'm not one of them, but that's fine. I respect it. Again, I, I don't know anything about it other than he's doing rap songs, which is like, okay, cool, whatever. Yeah. The only it's thing I know right. about Alexander Hamilton is the peanut butter commercial. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The peanut butter commercial with Alexander Hamilton and Burr, right? There's a peanut butter commercial, I believe. Uh, okay, I'm going to look this up, and then, then we're going to end this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Peanut I was butter and Alexander Hamilton. There's a whole commercial. Original Got Milk commercial. Who shot Alexander Hamilton? And the guy tries no to say, way. is that, is that, uh, is that, uh, what's his name? Um, Paul Giamatti? Um, the dude. <laughs> the dude. What's that dude's name? You know what I'm talking about. I don't. These are these are. You're not there even you asking. There, there's questions. a commercial. Oh, this is this is this is a directed. This, this commercial was directed by Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting. All right, so he's. Oh, you've never seen this commercial YouTube. before. No. But I guess you're also you're you're young enough to not have seen this when you were a kid in '93, when this came out. Well, I'm watching this commercial. I didn't even hear what you just said. Yeah, it's got Steve Buscemi in it, I believe. Steve no, that's Buscemi? not Steve Buscemi. He's, that's not no. him. Looks like him, though. He's got the same teeth. 
Oh my god, I vaguely remember this. Yeah, he's eating peanut butter. And he's I like, do who shot? know and he's this. Like calling okay. a radio, and he's like, "Hey, who shot Alexander Hamilton?" He's this, and he's in this museum yeah. about Alexander Hamilton. He goes, "He's like, no, I'm sorry, that's wrong." Yeah, he's like, to he's win trying ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Yes. There's so many problems with that commercial. I don't <laughs> like who's reaching for a milk. Who's reading? Who's how would milk help with peanut butter? Does it help? It's supposed to. I mean, you really just need any liquid, right? Yeah, I don't know why yeah. milk is the go-to. I mean, is, is well, milk go. Look, breaking it's, down it's a bit oil? Of nostalgia. If you remember this, go. Uh, it's Leslie Odom Jr. Apparently, who plays. Oh. No, this is musical Hamilton. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just reading the YouTube. I'm reading the YouTube description. <laughs> All right. Now, anyways, now go, find that, music, hey, go look, find that music. Go find really. I, John, use your contacts and tell somebody. You know what? I'll tell you what. Tom Hooper needs needs a rebound. I think next up. Uh, Phantom of the Opera, Hugh Jackman, Broadway Hugh as uh, as the Phantom. That's where he's going to bounce back, get the respect back, and then he can make Cats too. Sounds like a good plan. Yeah, sure, Sounds like a good plan. I'd By the way, it. more more evidence of the butthole cut. I've meaning to bring that up, so maybe I'll resurrect that next week. All right, this is it. We're wrapping this thing up. Uh, thank you for listening. Go to he'sabroad.com. You see the links to get uh, all everything you find the links to twitter facebook podcast services you name it you name it and you could get uh and go on itunes and review us and all that stuff you know you made it this far the least you can do is say some nice words in a public forum yell out your window write a review call your mom tell her listen to this awesome podcast that's it this podcast is over